pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, Dennis Hobson, the Buckeyes' all-time leading scorer, joining us now on the show. Dennis, welcome in, sir. How are you? Good. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. Not too bad, but we appreciate you taking time and hanging out with us today. Uh, as you just heard, you know, we were talking about the, the Last Dance, the documentary coming out this weekend. Are, are you as jazzed about that as we are? Yeah, I think a lot of people are talking about it. I don't, you know, I might, I'm kind of curious to see what it's all about, but a lot of people are talking about it. With that, you have a little bit of a different perspective. Obviously, you played with a lot of those guys. You played for Phil. You won a championship with them. You got to see a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, I, I, I don't care about the games themselves. I mean, we watch the games. I'm always fascinated by the, the behind-the-scenes stuff in, in the practices. What are some things that you experienced through that that uh, a lot of common people like us just we, we don't have access to? Well, it was um, you know it was a different group. Me being traded from New Jersey, it was a different group of guys when I got to Chicago. Um, because they were, they had something in mind, and that was, um, or a vision, that was to win a championship. So they were very committed, they were very serious, and they practiced and played with a lot of energy. So, you know, that, that was something that I, I uh, really enjoyed. And, and the way that you see, or the way that people see Michael Jordan play in games is the way he practiced. So it kind of wore off on all of us as players. You know, either you played hard or you, you sat and watched. But yeah, it, it was, it was, it was a great, a great organization to be around because the guys were committed and um, we were after something. And I know you're doing coaching now, so did you take any of those things that you learned with Phil to the coaching that you do now? I think I take a little bit of all the guys I've been around. You know, I was fortunate to be around Roley Massimino, mm-hmm. um, Lewis Orr. Uh, so I've been around some good guys. So And then I played. So, yeah, I, you know, you try to take bits and pieces from – some of the guys you've been around, I'm not going to start to everything, but, you know, you, you do take bits and pieces from, from, from people you've been around. Dennis Hobson with us here on the Justin Kinner Show. Now, I'm curious, it was funny, uh, uh, Michael Jordan, a, a quote from him coming out saying that there's going to be a lot of people that look at him differently when this documentary comes out just because of the intensity that uh, he had in those practices. And, and st- look, it's, you know, back then you didn't have as much access to the behind-the-scenes stuff. There was no social media that, you know, is exposing every little thing that is exposed now. What do you think he means by that? I mean, you got to see him in a different light than we did. What What do you think he means by that? I mean, just how different was he in practice? You said it's the same, the intensity, but just how how intense were those practices? What were those practices like that we always didn't get a chance to see that in games? <laughs> well, it started, it started in the training room when you were getting your ankles taped. <laughs> you had the, uh, red, the red and white team, and, um, you know, it was always a chitter-chatter or what was going to be done to the other team. So, again, it was just very competitive. Now, what he means, I don't know what he means by people are going to look at him different. But, you know, Michael, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't the type of guy that a lot of people think he is. I think the biggest thing is that you're going to see a guy that, again, that, that practiced hard. And like I said earlier, the same way he practiced is the same way he played. And it's one thing that he left, you know, that I'll never forget that he said. Um, I know Phil Jackson used to try to get him to um, to uh, sit out of practice, but or practices, I should say, but he would never do that because he just felt like if he did it, 
everybody else would think that it was okay for them to do. So, you know, again, he, he was a hard worker, and um, everything was competitive for him. I mean, just driving to the games. If he saw you on a freeway, you know, wanting to race to the game, you know, <laughs> he was just a very competitive person. That's just who he was. Now, with your Ohio State days, when you look at college basketball today, when you were a freshman, you averaged about five points a game. As a sophomore, about 10 points a game, and then exploded to about 21 points a game. In today's basketball, if a high recruit like yourself was, quote-unquote, only averaged five points a game, they're in the transfer portal quick. (laughs) So how do you express that to the kids that you coach today about the sticking with it and growing your game. You know, that's, that's you just said it. You got to stick with it and um, just wait for the help, okay? Because you're not going to get anywhere without help. Everybody needs some some type of help. And I think again, the entourages, the families, and, and these kids in general, it, they feel like uh, if it's not easy, they want to they want to run. But like I tell my kids, I say, all you got to do is just you, you know, if you're on one spot, one side of the street, cross over to the other side. You're still going to be the same per- the same person going to the other side of the street. So, at the end of the day, just stick with what it is and just wait for the help. Because again, you know, if you work at it, wait for the right help, it will happen. But if you don't put any time into it, energy into it, to work at your craft, it's, it's going to be a struggle. I, mean, I think these guys want instant gratification, and it's just it's just something that's just not going to happen no matter what you do. You got to be patient, and you got to do your part. And a lot of people don't want to do their part. Was there another team in the running to go to besides Ohio State coming out of high school for you? Yeah, a lot of people. I had a lot of schools recruit me, but a lot of people don't know. I actually uh, verbally committed to the University of Cincinnati. Um, and that was the year that, or that's when Ed Badger was the coach. And um, he got fired. And once he got fired, it was like, okay, you opened up your, your uh, recruitment again. And that's when I decided to go to Ohio State. A lot of Buckeye fans love that, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, but with that being said, Coach, I'm curious your thoughts on, like, so the NCAA will be you know, voting and making a ruling on that potential one-time transfer without uh, players having to sit out in college. Uh, Keith Byers, who, who works with us here uh, in Dayton, I had asked him, I said, you know, Look, he had a, a prominent role with Ohio State. Like you wouldn't look at him as a guy that that would that would look to to transfer elsewhere. So I asked him. I said, if you were allowed, especially early in your career, to transfer one time without penalty, without having to sit out, would you have explored other options? Would you have been interested in that? He said he would have possibly looked. He doesn't think he would have ever acted on that. And I'll ask you the same thing. How would you have have mentally? I mean. Again, you picked Ohio State over Cincinnati after a coach left. That's different. How would you have reacted back then if you were allowed to transfer one time? Especially, you know, Kev mentioned it. You know, your numbers didn't take off till a couple years in. I know a lot changes, opportunities, you know, playing time, all that. How would you have dealt with that back in your playing days? Well, I don't think I would have, I would have transferred. I, and, again, I, don't, I know KB, he said he may have considered it, but it's not something that I considered. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to. I think it was more of a loyalty thing for me. Um, and, and again, like I said, I mean, it, it, you got to be patient and I, I've always been taught that. And if you, again, if you do your part, things will, things will happen, but it, it was never a thought in my mind to, to leave and go to a different school. Um, I had a great time at Ohio state. I, I love my decision. I, I don't regret anything about it. And again, I, I mean, I was patient and things worked out for me. It was, and, I, and again, I think it's, it's a gamble that we all take. As high school athletes going into college, um, but I'm not disappointed in my decision. 
No, in every situation is different, absolutely. And to be fair to Keith, I think I might have misrepresented him. He said he maybe would have been curious to see, like, you know, if, if coaches would have come and knock him, maybe he would have listened. But, no, trust me, knowing Keith the way I do, and I'm sure the way he had no interest in not being a Buckeye. So I, I hope I make that clear, too, because he'll kill me if I don't clear that up. <laughs> no, because, no I, know, I know, because he had a great career as well. So, no, I mean, he, he made the right decision, and, again, I think it, uh, these, these kids today, they have access to a lot of, a lot of information that mm-hmm. we didn't have. So whatever we did back in the day, it was a gamble. And myself and Keith, we just happened to, 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 uh, to uh, make the right choice. Now, with you coaching, uh, now, you know, when it comes to high school and they go on to college, and, you know, right now, I mean, pretty much, I mean, a huge chunk. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of kids that enter that transfer portal. If one of your former players calls you, maybe you've been in this situation already, if they call you that they've entered the transfer portal and want your advice, the advice you would have to give would go against how you would handle it as a player. So I'm curious how you balance that uh, with how you view things from a former player, but also adapting to how things are today. How, what advice do you give to maybe a former player that would call you and say, Hey coach, I'm just, I don't like it here. I want to transfer elsewhere. What's your message to them? Well, I probably would ask the question, why, you know, and they would have to, be, they would have to give me a great answer as to why I would say, okay, maybe not playing maybe time, not, the right you know. decision. Exactly. But you couldn't say, well, I'm not playing. And I thought this and I thought that. Because my thing is, is that you should you should do your homework before you decide on a school. A lot of these kids just pick a school because of the name. They don't investigate. Okay, who's graduating? Uh, they don't. They're not honest with their talent. Everybody feels like I can just go right in and beat somebody out. No, you're not. As a freshman, you're not going to just go in and beat a junior or senior out. They're not going to let that happen. I know I wouldn't let that happen. So I, you know, depending on how they would answer the questions that I ask them. That's you know. Then I would give them the, the uh, give them some advice, but I'm probably going to say you know what you need to stick it out because the known is here, the unknown is going somewhere else. And I know mm-hmm. a young man at a school right down the road here. You know he's he averaged 18 points a game this year. He's a junior, and if they won the last couple games, he'd have been player of the year in the conference. Well, he's first team all league. Well, he wanted to transfer. He was open to transfer. And it's like the known is you're averaging 18 points a game. The unknown is the next team that you go to. So what more do you want? <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I, I, depending on how they would answer the question, is going to depend on what I say. Now, a couple minutes ago you mentioned loyalty. I don't think anybody is more loyal to where the city that they come from. You know, I'm from Cleveland. You're from Toledo. So we always get under these – debates about who has the best high school basketball i know you're going to represent for toledo so just talk about some of the guys that you came up playing with in toledo uh i mean i came up playing with some great guys i came up playing with sean reed todd mitchell he went on to play at purdue uh sean reed went on to play at Furman. clinton ramsey went on, went on to play at cleveland state eric newsom he went on to play at miami of ohio and we all came out together uh, That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I, I said that you rattled them off the top of your head like it was nothing. And that's what I say about high school basketball. Like, guys really stick together, and I, I just love hearing about the guys that other guys play with that I may not have heard of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you you had, you had a lot of big names coming out of here um, before me and after me. But, but at, you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, I, some of us made the right decisions. Some of us didn't. Um, but again, I think if, if, if I'm talking to a kid, it's do your homework, investigate the situation a little more than what a lot of these kids are. But like I say, they're going for one year and then they're ready to transfer. Why do you want to transfer? Well, I don't like the coach. 
well, wait a minute. You, you sat there and the coaches who recruited you. <laughs> now, you don't like him now, but you was in love with him when he was recruiting. <laughs> you know, so do your homework before you start committing somewhere um, and then you, you're out there in the transfer portal uh, a year or two later. Yeah, you, you look at Ohio State right now, you know, DJ Carton just uh, committed to Marquette, uh, transferred from Ohio State. He picked Marquette. That came out last night. Luther Muhammad, he went, where'd he go? He went with Hurley, I believe. Uh, Arizona he, State? Yeah, yeah, I think he ended up at Arizona State. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Holtman, man, he's, he's getting hit by that, that hard. And I think, you know, a lot of times people start trying to, you know, dig stuff up and say, oh, man, what's going on over there? He, he's not keeping things good. Every play, everyone in the world keeps transferring right now. I think we need to stop labeling coaches and saying, hey, they're not in control of the situation there. There's just way too many options and too many rules for these kids to be able to go explore their options. With that being said, what do you think about the job that Chris Holtman has done since taking over for Thad Mata? Coming in late after Thad, you know, in Ohio State parted ways, I love what Chris Holtman has done. Yeah, I love Chris, and I love what he represents, you know, and I think he's going to be great for Ohio State. And, again, it's unfortunate that you, you had a couple of your main guys transfer out, and, and, and I want to wish them good luck. But at the end of the day, uh, Chris has a job to do. He's not going to stop doing that job. And, you know, you're getting players like Seth Towns coming in, and I'm sure he's going to get some other kids coming in because Ohio State is one of the most uh, prominent schools in the country, and they're playing in one of the best conferences there is to play in. Um, and, and, and it's a big-time school when you graduate. You know, it represents something when you graduate. So, you know, again, you can't control everybody's feelings. You can't keep everybody happy. It's unfortunate that you lose kids, but, you know, for everyone you lose, there's, there's somebody else that's coming in. So, again, I think that Chris is doing a great job, and hopefully he'll continue to do that. Dennis Hobson with us here, Ohio State's all-time leading scorer uh, here on the Justin Kinner Show. Uh, last thing, and we'll let you go. Now, when, you know, I was reading a couple – you know, different, you know, old articles, uh, just with some quotes from you and stuff. And you were talking about your admiration for Magic Johnson growing up. One of the coolest things I thought of is, you know, you being a part of the Bulls team that won that championship in 91. How cool was that getting to be, for one, winning a championship, yes, but doing it against your idol? Yeah, you know, that's, that's something when I first got in the league because that's why I wore number 32 mm-hmm. because of Magic Johnson. I mean, that was a, one of those eras where um, if you're a college coach and you have a 6'9 kid coming in the first the first place you're going to want to put him is in the post. And um, Coach, Coach Heath Coach, uh, from, from uh, Michigan State at the time, you know, saw something in Magic Johnson, and that was just something that I just admired, a 6'9 point guard. Um, but, yeah, like you said, when I got in the league and the first time I had a, an opportunity to guard him because I was a two-guard, he, he was a point guard, and most people's two-guards were bigger than point guards, so most – two guards in the league guarded Magic Johnson. So I had that opportunity to do so. And, uh, again, it's just it's something that you, you know, you look at him as an idol uh, when you're in college and you're watching him on TV. But now when you get on that level with him, it's time to compete. So, yeah, but, you know, again, it's, it's something that I admire. And, I, uh, you know, it's a great opportunity to play against a lot of good guys that I grew up watching at a young age. All right, now, Lied, this is what we're sending you out with. Here on the show, we always do this game. You got to sign one, Uh-oh. you got to trade one, you got to cut one. And uh, I, I just put one out yesterday. I saw KB, he, he commented on it, and I'm curious your thoughts because it involves your guy, Magic Johnson, here. Now, you play with Michael Jordan and LeBron James, obviously, another one of the all time best there. So you have to sign one of these guys, Dennis. You have to trade one of these guys. You have to cut one of these guys. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Magic Johnson. How are you playing that out? So I got I'm a, so I got to sign Maggie Johnson. I figured that. Right, and I got to cut 
I got I got to trade Michael Jordan. I got to cut LeBron James. Man, LeBron got cut so much. He got uh, on the Facebook page, Twitter page. Everyone was cutting LeBron. I'm the only I'm the only one that signed LeBron. I was like, I'm... <laughs> hey, 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 just that's only because of the old era, man. Oh, I get it, reason, man. Because he's a great player now. He, he's going to go down as one of the best. And you know, it's funny though, because with that documentary coming out, people are just they're going to dig in even more with that. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, there's. I mean, all the I mean, all the old love and in, in, not old love ain't gone anywhere. But there's going to be a lot of new love coming out for MJ. Even the people my age that didn't get to. People always say, "Did you watch MJ play?" I'm like, Man, "I was alive when he played the '90s, but I really only remember him for the <laughs> Wizards." I'm like, "That don't count, though." <laughs> right, 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 right. Big right. difference between MJ and Pippen and MJ and Popeye Jones. I mean, it really wasn't. That's that. right. <laughs> all right, Dennis. Thanks so much, Dennis Hobson, Ohio State's all-time leading scorer. I uh, really appreciate you taking time and hanging out with us today. Take care. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thank you.